number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? We're about to start the episode that you hear on Wednesday. So, score. This is us goosing the fucking downloads, the podcast downloads. Just doing this to see if this will be the thing. I feel like the content's good. We prepare sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, get along. Some arguments every once in a while. You know, everything's good, lively. We're all awake for most of it. Right. We Doug waits till at least the last three minutes to (laughs) yawn. You know, it's fucking it's legit. You know, so we're gonna we're gonna break up the podcast, try and uh uh try and try and try and goose the download numbers. Maybe maybe we show up on a chart uh domestically. We've been on the chili charts, not like the restaurant, but like the country. Chile. Um, Kazakhstan, which is probably just somebody that lives in fucking La Mesa, you know, down here in San Diego, just choosing Kazakhstan as their fucking home address um russia brazil mexico italy austria germany we've showed up on the charts never made the u.s charts so we're gonna try and try to manipulate some things here we're gonna get very belichickian with this we're like okay these are the rules i will bend them so five thirty to 45 minute Fucking episodes a week is what you're gonna get. Maybe six if I fucking take the Thursday episode and make that half of that a Saturday. Just really fucking goose the numbers. Boom. Um, okay, so questions, mailbag. And most of these questions were submitted by me, not Joe Flacco. Should Matt LaFleur be getting any any heat, any hate right now. He's the coach of the Packers. And I bring this up because uh, we got people fucking DMing me about Tomlin, even though they're supposed to be bad this year. And the fact that he's beating the Bucks at all is fucking significant with, with his with Trubisky. Yeah. I got fucking people asking me about Kyle Shanahan when we've been to the fucking NFC Championship game two of the last three years. With Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm sitting here going like, Matt LaFleur has gotten less production. He's gotten the MVP. He's got Aaron Rodgers has won MVPs. But the Packers have not had the team success that the Niners have. And Matt LaFleur started with Aaron Rodgers. And Kyle Shanahan started with fucking Brian Hoyer and uh, Matt Barkley were his first two quarterbacks. So... I don't know if there's unreasonably high expectations on the Niners and on the Steelers and whatnot, but you got to think that fucking LaFleur at three and three in the twilight of Aaron Rodgers' career, Jordan Love looks like shit. When did, when did people start going like, Hey, like nice coach. Glad he got Aaron Rodgers, the MVPs, but is he going to win us a big game? I mean, I, I I put it on that front office in Green Bay. They just they don't get weapons for Rodgers. And every team now is just, I mean, it's been very difficult. He's that good. 
but you can basically just fuck with Aaron Rodgers and you're good. There's no other weapons on that team. Like they can run the ball a little bit, but there's no weapons on that team. I mean, that's. I mean, they needed to take a you know a page out of the Bucks book and and sign everyone, um, and try and win another Super Bowl. But we've already we've talked about you know them not trying to win all of the time, but just trying to win for a long time. Yeah, right. how much? I mean, how much? How much credit were we giving Matt Lafleur over these last few years, anyway? Like, I mean, I don't yeah. know if I'm. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. I'm not. I never gave him any credit, so I don't know if I'm giving him any heat right now. I guess right. is what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I think all credit is due to Aaron Rodgers. Either way. Well, it's but, like there there was a marked change in the Packers' trajectory moving from McCarthy to Lafleur, and he has whether that was. <clears throat> Rogers waking up and doing his fucking Costa Rican fucking mushroom tea or whatever. Um, but the team got better with under LaFleur than under McCarthy. And that was like night and day. They were like seven and nine. And then like the next year they went like fucking 13 and three. They've had zero fucking success in the, in the, in the playoffs. Haven't made a super bowl. Rogers has the two MVPs, which uh, is, you know, I think LaFleur doesn't get none of the credit for that. Um, but, like, he's also, you know, this season, early, the the graphics were up there that, you know, Matt LaFleur, winningest uh, all-time coach in his first three seasons or some shit. Like, he's got those types of fucking, he's getting yeah. those types of graphics and stuff. Um, but the Packers aren't, they're, right now they're three and three. The offense looks like shit. Uh, and on top of that, you know, they're not having any playoff success. I just think, I, I just, you know, I like to be fair. You know, if my guy's getting shit on, I would like to pass some shit around uh, to everybody else. And I think, I mean, Lafleur blew that fucking call against the Bucks when it was like, what, fourth and goal from the eight or something, and he pulled pulled Rodgers off the field, kicked yeah. the field goal. Like, he's made some horseshit decisions, but he just kind of seems to, like, pretty boys way through things and just kind of be like, Oh, you know, yeah, it's, it's Rogers team. Not mine. Anyway, I don't like him. I don't like the way they're, I don't like the way they're talking about my guy either. So fuck him. Okay. Okay. Le Fleur. Le Fleur. Le, le Fleur. Speaking of guys, I don't, I mean, I've never liked this asshole. When do they fire Cliff Kingsbury? What week are they firing Cliff Kingsbury? He is, uh, when I saw, he is the highest, he is the best odds for being the next coach fired. It was like plus 150. Really? Yeah. And he just signed an extension in March, apparently. I was just going to say, I feel like he just, <laughs> just signed just, a deal. They just extended Kime, the GM, in March. They extended fucking numbnuts, Cliff, at the same time. And then a couple of weeks later, they a couple Lego months later, they uh, the the Kyler Duty got his uh, got his extension. So the three centerpieces of any franchise, GM, coach, and and quarterback, have all signed extensions in the last six months, and they're not good. They're 
they're the worst team in the division. I mean, Seattle just beat them. We, everybody thought Seattle was fucking for sure tanking. And it was like weird why a 71-year-old coach would be tanking. Turns out he's not tanking. He's just cagey in his old age. But yeah, the Cardinals Smith are... the best quarterback in the league right now. Right. The Cardinals are fucking terrible. Yeah. And terrible compared to their talent. And it's like, they get DeAndre Hopkins back, but if DeAndre Hopkins is the key to the fucking team, like, that seems wrong. Like, you shouldn't be that reliant on a wide receiver, especially a fucking one that's getting a little older. Kyler's averaging 5.8 yards per attempt right now. Okay. That's fucking terrible. Like six, six and a half, awful. 5.8? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. I ask you, yeah, I don't what know. week I don't... is fucking Cliff getting fired? I mean, if you just gave him all that money, I don't think he's going anywhere this year. They fired that yeah. fucking Steve Wilkes guy with, you know, the year after they signed him to a contract. Like, they got blown out by Kansas City. They beat the Raiders in overtime. They lost to the Rams, which looks more and more like a bad loss every time the fucking Rams play. They beat Carolina, but you're supposed to beat Carolina. They lost to Seattle. That was a, uh, They lost to the Eagles. That's a close game. Okay, fine. Eagles are the best team in football. But then they got drubbed 19-9 by Seattle. I guess that's on the road, so, you know, fine. It's a fucking horseshit fucking franchise. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. If you gave him all that money just recently, like I don't. Eh, who knows? I, let let me be clear. I would like them to keep Cliff Kingsbury around for sure. the next 10, 15, 40 years. That would be great. I just don't understand how they could. That's all. Thursday night, New or they're playing New Orleans. Oh my god, that's that's not going to be a good game. We're going to see uh, what's his name go off. Um, Andy Dalton. Oh, Taysom. Taysom with a Y. Yeah. Yep. Taysom. It sounds a Taysom day. In your mouth. <laughs> Taysom in your mouth. Taysom. Oh fuck! All right. Um, what else we got? What other questions do we have here? All right. Would you trade for Christian McCaffrey if you were the Bills? Well, they're take 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 the take the what would you trade for him and draft picks off the table and all this other stuff. Let's just let's just think contract wise. Chris and contract, talent, injury history, and uh, go. So, if you're the Bills, would you trade for Christian McCaffrey? Sure. Yeah, I mean they're in a win now, right? They they need to, and he looks he looks good. He looks healthy. I saw well. the saw the what was it Zach Moss in a mid round pick. 
for McCaffrey. Yeah. Like this trade scenario I saw. Yeah. yeah. You would absolutely it, it, do that. It's the same thing for Saquon. Yeah. They keep talking about that. Yeah. But I can't Some imagine. Of, if the Giants keep winning, I can't imagine that happening. Yeah. Saquon's going to want to want to stay on that team, especially with what's going on with the change of guard, right? Yeah, I, that's that's how I see it. Of course, and that's of course if they if they want to pay him, but they may not, right? I mean, who knows? I, it, this is just bananas that they would trade the five and one Giants would trade the best player on their team. Yeah, it doesn't make sense right now for them. No, but I mean, I saw we, I saw the Niners as a possibility from uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I saw the nine. Yeah, if we're going back to McCaffrey, um, the Niners, Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles, maybe I think were the four teams that I saw. Um, so I was like, I was gonna go one by one through these teams, and and like if I was the Niners, I would not trade for Christian McCaffrey. Where don't have the picks or the money. Pay him or no? He he reworked his deal, right? His base salary is only like a million something. I yeah, I, I, I saw. I don't know the details on the contract. I just, I for Christian McCaffrey's sake, he should not be playing on the fucking burial ground that the ancient burial ground that the Niners are apparently fucking carrying around with them. Um, I <laughs> Christian McCaffrey's Niners are I, like a, a poltergeist four. I want to conservatively say that if Christian McCaffrey played for the Niners, his spine would fall out of his asshole. Like that's how fucking cursed the Niners are. Game one. Oh yeah. Like by halftime. Yeah. Like, like, like something out of a predator movie where the predator rips the spine and skull out of a body. Yeah. Kind of, except it would just, it would just fall. Like, you know, like, uh, like when, a, when, when, when meat just falls off the bone, just that's falling what off the his, bone. His, his his like somebody you could just reach up there with a glove and just like gently pull out his spine through his asshole and then like hold it up and be like that's how succulent my meat is yeah no that's that happened in a predator movie (laughs) that that is what would happen to christian mccaffrey if he played seven downs for the 49ers i mean and and, and he'd be lucky because there's no rehab for that you just die because so he's dead. If he's if he's not lucky and he just tears both ACLs on one play, that's the only other potential option for somebody like Christian McCaffrey on the Niners. Double ACL injury. Same play. Yeah, the Panthers, they should just clean house, man. They look like shit. I mean, there's not much of a house to clean, but yeah. Uh, they got some players. I'd take McCaffrey. I'd take that Derek Brown defensive tackle. I'd take fucking take Brian him. Burns in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, they got some guys. JC uh, Horn, right? Like nah. there's sure. there's there's some talent there. Jeremy Chin, that safety linebacker hybrid dude. He's good. They don't have a fucking quarterback and they didn't have a coach. That's if you don't have a GM, if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a coach, you don't have a fucking team. None of it, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter how good the rest of the fucking team is. If you don't have a quarterback and you don't have a coach, I mean, like, just look at the fucking Giants. Yeah, you're right. They just changed the coach. And all of a sudden, they're winning close games. They look well coached. And, 
you know, you got fucking Kayvon Thibodeau crying on the sideline about how fucking much he loves everything. Yeah, it's, it's cool, man. It really is. Would you trade for Christian McCaffrey if you were the Chiefs? Probably. Chiefs make the most sense. Chief, Bills actually make the most sense, but like, I, I, the, 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 they'd be so good. I just don't, I just don't know how much they'd fucking use him, which might be his best fucking role. I don't know. I yeah. think Andy Andy Reid can get the ball to anybody in any way. So, oh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the Bills. I don't know how the I don't I don't know how much he'd get with the Bills just because everything runs through Josh Allen with the Bills yeah, with the Chiefs. Christian McCaffrey with Andy Reid. Oof, that would be scary. That that's the best spot for Christian McCaffrey for sure. Yeah. Which which means it probably won't happen because nothing good happens to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to Saquon. We're not going to do the same exercise. I just want to ask Trevor, if you're the, if you're the fucking Giants GM right now, are you, are you, are you listening about Saquon trades? No, not, not when they keep winning. Absolutely not. Now, if there's a implosion in these next five games, yeah, we have to. So the trading yeah. deadline, the trading deadlines basically it was I think it's like my birthday. It's November first, right? Um, so you've got what two weeks left till the trading deadline? Yeah, I just I can't, I can't see it happening. So the the argument for not trading him is, hey, they're winning. Let's not fuck up a good thing. The argument for trading him is. It was probably an ill-advised draft pick to begin with. It wasn't our draft pick, meaning the new regimes. We're not going to fucking pay him a new contract anyways, hypothetically. This would be the argument for trading. So we might as well get some fucking compensation for him. Now, the only other the only other argument for not trading him is it's like, hey, if he keeps playing really well, we're going to get a compensatory pick when somebody signs him to a two-year, $30 million deal. So seems like he's kind of the... Out of it. Seems like he's kind of the focal point of the offense. I don't really think he can. Right, he he, move cer- him. he certainly is. I mean, they're they're kind of, yeah. So I, I mean, the, with that wide receiver situation, although Wandell Robinson scored today, didn't he? Yep. 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 So he's he so there's something. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just running and catching. He catches a lot of balls too, right, Saquon? He's yeah. Oh, he's absolutely he's good. Out of yeah. Back. So he's your. He's your focal point. I don't see how you could be a five and one football team and trade the majority of your offense or what it you know. I mean if we were one and five. Yeah, if we were one and yeah. five. Yeah. Even uh, even like three and three, it's fine to trade him. It would it would say so much about what the new GM is about if they're like six and two. And he dumps Saquon. It would, it would, I don't know if it necessarily be a, a, a good no, thing that they'd say about him. He'd be chased out of town. Yeah. Oh. That, that fan base right now is so in love with that team. 
especially Saquon Barkley. I mean, the, just the roller coaster of losing him and then getting him back and then seeing him, you know, at 15% of himself and then getting him back again at 98%. That's that, like, we are attached to that football player. And that fan base likes those guys. They're not sitting there being like, oh, well, it's better for the team. No, they don't. There, there's this, like, what's happening right now is exactly what the Giants like. They like having their guys. They like, they don't need these, you know, big time free agents. It's always been these role players that have been on the team for a while that are good in their own right, but that the team as a whole is this is this uh, very successful unit. But just as just as the fan base majority has supported Daniel Jones through what he's you know had to deal with and 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 the caliber of his play, there I mean, as a fan base, we are absolutely in love with Saquon Barkley. Now, if he is if he is what he was last year, we're not. We're like, yeah, trade him. But then he doesn't. Have- <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck him. Exactly. Fucking bomb. Yeah, like it's it's like that. But I mean, you can't. Showing can't do that because right now all we do is see promise. Right. All we do right now is see a couple more pieces, and you know we're this Super Bowl contender. That's what you're seeing, huh? Uh, that's what the that's what the the fan. You mean like is. next year or this year? Next year. Oh, okay. Who knows? Trade. I, I mean, you got you got you got to you got to bring Jimmy in. Yeah, right. Well, Trey Trey Lance out all season, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the real, uh, the real big, the real big kind of quasi free agent next year is is uh, Tom Brady. No, <laughs> no, no. Nobody in their right mind is. I don't, I don't think so. But uh, Lamar. Yeah. Lamar's the big one. But he's he's not. The Ravens don't even have to trade him. Like he's gonna get, you can you can franchise him for like three years before it even gets to, you know. Yeah, but he'll he'll probably demand one at that point. Yeah, it's just saying he doesn't have he doesn't have a ton of leverage. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Crazier things have happened, but yes, yeah. you're right. I mean, it's like you know, Debo demanded a trade. Fucking Niners just fucking stared at him. Was like, well, okay, good for you. Not happening. <laughs> Here's your fucking contract. The difference was the Niners actually paid Debo. The Ravens don't seem like don't seem like they want to do that. Oh. Which is, you know, its own thing. I mean, what do we gain from trading Saquon other than paying him and the gamble of paying a running back a lot of money when he's already been hurt? Right? Like what the- what the only thing you gain this year from it is is that you pick up you you get better compensation than you would if cuz if if you're not going to sign him to a contract anyways or right. if you're talking to his agent and you're already telling his agent, "Hey man, we got a 2 year 20 for you or nothing." And the agent's like, "Fuck you, like we'll we'll take our chances." If that's where the the money relationship is, and you can get a second for him now 
or a third for him now, or you wait till, you know, you, you hope he stays healthy. You hope you keep winning. Um, and you know, you, you, you do, you, you make the playoffs and, and you, you ride that. And then you say to the fan base, Oh, and by the way, we're not signing Saquon. Like if you're, if you're gonna, you know, it's like, do we just rip the bandaid off now and get a better draft pick for him than we'd get otherwise? Um, that's what I'm saying. It'll say a lot about what the GM and the brain trust thinks about this team right now. If they look at this team and go, all right, um, we're five and zero in one score games. That typically doesn't last. We're not as good as our record and we should maximize fucking capital draft capital as much as possible while we can, because even if we make the play, it's like one of those, like we're going to be, good but we're not a contender so what's the point let's just get the draft picks if that's how they're thinking it'd be a little sad um you know in terms of like okay you're five and one maybe you're six and two by the trade deadline it's like why aren't you why aren't you trying to acquire talent right um and try and catch lightning in a bottle but you know it's uh Again, I've, I've, I've said this a couple times now is that they kind of remind me of the, the 2011 Niners um, and, you know, new coach embattled first round, you know, top 10 quarterback. And there's a honeymoon phase of, hey, everything's everything's working. Everything's going good. Like it's fun being good again. Um, but, you know. The Niners already had Kaepernick. They were, you know, they took every the, the next season. They fucking they they ended the fairy tale for Alex Smith like right quick, you know. Um, so it's just it, it would be interesting to know to it would it would be very interesting from a how pragmatic are the Giants going to be versus being the talk you know dealing with hey or dealing with the potential for the fan backlash, dealing with the potential for what happens if you trade him and then you start losing. Right, that'd be a fucking disaster. Yeah, even even if Saquon, even if they would have lost with Saquon, it's better to lose with Saquon and not trade him for like uh, a perception thing than it is to trade Saquon and then start losing. That would be very bad optics. And you know, just right, they, they couldn't. Right, they can't. They they can't trade Saquon. I mean, as as an organization, as a front office, you know, as far as marketing goes, and 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 getting getting a fan base excited, getting people to the games, getting people buying merch, getting jerseys bought, right? Like, get getting a buzz, getting a a, a positive energy around a team is something that's hard to do, and you have that right now. Like that, right. that like they have that. They have that kind of lightning in a bottle as far as the energy of what the team is bringing at the moment. You have really passionate players at the like the the coaches. You know he's yelling and screaming and and you know all the energy in the world. That's what that's what's getting this fan base in love with the team again. You you just you gut that if you if you trade Saquon, you gut it. So it, you know, yeah, football's fun again for Giants fans. Right. And there and the most fun part of the team is watching Saquon reinvigorate himself and yeah. and rejuvenate his career. Um but you know 
the I you know it becomes a again it, it I, I wonder what the relationship with him uh, is around money, you know, right. and what the conversations with his agent are like because they can't they can't sign him to an extension right now, I don't think like they're not even allowed to because they declined the fifth year option on him I think right, and so it's just they're they're they play out this year and then he's a free agent, so. Um, or they can franchise him. Maybe I don't know. Anyway, it, that's 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 the interesting part to me is like how 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 sensible do the Giants think they're being, and like how Belichickian are they going to be, and kind of like ruthless about their own their self scouting, right? Um, as much as anything. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see it. It would be uh, it would it would crush. A lot of shit. I mean, what? Yeah, what percentage of their offense is he? I feel like he's like seventy-five percent of their offense. <laughs> he's I, their number two receiver in yards, and he's their number one running back. Yeah, yeah. like the, he's, you can't treat you can't from a team that struggles on offense to score. Like you can't get rid of him. No, you can't. Like, what are they going to say with with? Oh, you know, there's a replacement, or you know, we're no, like, like the Chiefs getting rid of Tyreek Hill, like. They maybe they can afford to do that. They have other pieces there. Yeah, they have Mahomes. Like you guys. Yeah, you got have Daniel Dan- Jones. We have Daniel Jones, right? Who, who can be good with the with the with the a good line and some good skill players, but having that threat in the backfield, that's very very important. And so- and and almost a rarity, right? I mean, you only have a handful of game changing backs right now, and they only last for a handful of years. To your point, not Joe. You always talk about like never pay a running back, right? Well, there right. are there are a handful you can pay. I think. Yeah, I mean that that goes against the never part. Sure. It, it's 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 just it's what you pay them and how long you pay them for, right? I mean, it's like eight to ten mil. Fucking go for it, right? That's that's the next kind of place I wanted to go. Like, what do you think that contract looks like? <laughs> and if he's going to need to be the highest paid running back in the league. Because hmm. he's, because, you know, if we do there, go to the playoffs, there's right? There's so if, many if, fucking if, variables with him, though, especially right. the injury history. Right. The, if you have the storybook year, you know, at the end of the year, and he goes, well, that's that's because, or his agent rather goes, that's well, that's because of him. Like, Doug, what was the contract that Chubb just got? Um, I'd have to look it up, but. Yeah, it's something. I think it's like eight million a year. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. We yeah. hear you. I lost you. Yeah, something like that. Let me. Let me get it. I'm looking. I'm looking it up right now. Um, three year, thirty six. Average of twelve. Guaranteed at signing seventeen. Total guaranteed twenty. So call it. That's what that is, is the two year twenty million dollar contract. Then that's what Saquon's gonna get. Probably yeah. more. They're probably gonna want he's probably gonna want a little more, but and I don't I don't think that's ridiculous either. I think that I think the 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 problem if Saquon wants a if 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 the market for Saquon is two year is a three year thirty six, but it's really two year guaranteed at twenty or two year guaranteed at twenty four or something like that. I think the problem for the Giants is that there's going to be a lot of teams that 
there's going to be a few teams that might want to pay him that. And he's going to have his pick. And, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't want to fucking play being a wildcat. They they seem to be doing that a lot today. Play on that turf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And playing on the turf, right? Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, okay, here's here's another question. Who goes further this season? Jets or Giants? The Giants. How far do the Giants go? I mean, if if we if we beat even even if even if we lose one of these next five games, we're a wild card team. If you if you lose one of your next five games, you're nine and two. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, but I mean, well, again, you know, Philly and Dallas. If Dallas kind of gets Dak back and then keeps it back up a little bit, right? I mean, if you're as good as your record, you should win your next four games. Those are very all winnable games. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, just a, it's it's Jaguars, Seahawks. Texans after Jaguar Seahawks by Texans Lions. That's that's the that's your schedule. That's the next five weeks up to Thanksgiving. And then you play on Thanksgiving, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh man. To be in the Trevor household for that game on yep. Thanksgiving. Oof. Hosting too. Oof. And then and it's just a little, I don't know. It's just, I, think Cowboys, it's tougher, right? I think it's tougher yeah. for the Giants because the Eagles and Cowboys can keep winning. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, Whereas, yeah, I mean, there'll be a nine and one record at that point. But still, if, if the Eagles and Cowboys keep it up. But the AFC East is looking good, too. Yeah. Patriots, like everybody in the AFC East looks good. Bills and Jets are all looking pretty good. Yeah. Bills are five and one. Jets are four and two. Like, the both both new both teams that we're talking about here, Jets and Giants, both look like they'll be the they'll be in contention for the wild card. I think it'll be easier for the it'll be easier for the Giants to make the playoffs just because the NFC is fucking garbage. And they're off to such a good start that like they're way closer to the fit. They're they've already got such a leg up on the fifth seed. Like they're two games up on the Packers for the fifth seed, on the uh, you know, on the Seahawks, on the Rams, um, the Niners, but the Niners are technically in first place right now. Like they're they're well up on on those teams. That's like two games. You can make up two games, but you know if the Giants' fucking schedule holds up. The key for the Giants though is going to be December twenty fourth, Christmas Eve, at Minnesota, at oh. Kirk Cousins. Uh, turkey that's gonna be that's gonna be the one that's the one right there it's the one if turkey beats you you weren't that good to be doing it
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.